0: I truly believe by years end we're going to see somewhere around 120 to 130 dollar oil, and I've got many reasons why. And I'm going to talk about something I haven't heard yet. Okay, and so if you follow Jeff Curry and uh, many other analysts, they're 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 saying 110 to 130 something dollars a barrel by the end of the year. And so people are a little shocked because they read the news and they and they look at the recession fears and everything that's happening, and they think how can that be? Okay, and so you gotta you gotta understand some of the history of the uh, oil and gas boom and bust cycle, okay? And so here the thing you need to understand is that oil and gas is a major uh, driving force of the GDP. In fact, some of the h- highest income earners are in the oil and gas industry. I mean, some of these roughnecks that run these rigs uh, they're making hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year of income, and then these uh, oil uh, top oil chiefs or whatever are making uh, three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars a year. And so they spend. They they don't save. They spend money. Okay, and so it's a major driving force for the economy. And so here's what you need to understand: as oil prices go up, it causes more people to invest in oil and gas. The More money you invest in oil and gas, it the more drilling. Okay, more the salaries go up. It it spurs on the economy. But then what follows? Oil production skyrockets and Recession starts to kick in because higher oil prices causes uh, more expensive. Uh, it costs more to live your life, okay? You're paying more for groceries because trucking costs are higher because of gas expenses. Uh, driving is more expensive. Uh, and then life all of a sudden becomes more expensive. And then it causes a recession. And uh, and then oil prices uh, tank because we have an oil glut. Demand drops and oil prices crash. Okay. And so it's a, it's, it's a, a vicious cycle. So if you look at 1980, uh, we had an oil price crash from $141 a barrel down to, uh, geez, it takes me a second to get it down there to 30, 30 something. Okay uh, 35, I believe. So we went from 140 to, uh, uh, 30 something dollars per barrel. Okay. And that's because they increased the federal rate hikes to control inflation and, uh, slow the economy. Okay. Kind of like what they're doing now. So that caused an oil price crash. Okay. And then 1990, we went from $88 a barrel and dropped down to as low as, uh, 20 dollars uh, $20 a barrel. Very similar situation. We had a recession, uh, we had inflation, and uh, the federal rate hikes caused a recession and it caused oil prices to crash because demand dropped while we had uh, increase in oil output. Okay. Now we grew from twenty something dollars a barrel uh, to as high as hundred and eighty nine dollars a barrel. Now. This crash was due to the housing bubble, okay? And so they had very, it was very easy to get to money, okay? Um, you know, they were very laxed on their policies as far as their stipulations on who they could give money to. I mean, if, if you were trying to get a loan and you made very little money, they would give you way too much, okay, uh, credit, okay? So that caused a housing bubble, all right? And of course, oil prices crashed from a hundred. And uh, 80 something dollars a barrel down to uh, 58 dollars a barrel. Now, keep in mind, this is all inflation adjusted. I mean, oil prices did not hit 180 something dollars a barrel in 2008, they were really 189 dollars a barrel. That's what it says here. Really, they're around 140 dollars a barrel. Okay, so this is inflation adjusted. Now, we went from uh, oil prices being uh, 58 dollars a barrel and they reached as high as. $140, $150 140 dollars a barrel. Okay, and then it crashed down to as low as a forty-two dollars a barrel. Now, this was not because of a recession. I mean, the economy was very strong; it was uh, going very well. This was due, and it wasn't, and it wasn't due to demand either. Demand was very strong. This was due to an oil glut. The Shell Oil and Gas industry went from producing uh, somewhere around five million barrels a day. Uh, and hit as high as 13.1 million barrels a day. That oil glut caused oil prices to crash, okay? Now, OPEC was not, in the past, OPEC would have uh, reduced the amount of output to keep oil prices strong, but they didn't want to do that because they wanted to break the backs of shale, okay? And, and so they did a good job doing that, all right? Now the shell the backs are broken. Now, how did we go from 5 million barrels a day to 13 million barrels a day? It's because same thing that happened in the, in, in the housing bubble of 2008 happened in the Shell. We had a Shell bubble. It was easy to get to financing. Well, the banks stopped financing Shell because it was a big loss. I mean, oil prices averaged $50 a barrel. Shell needs a $90 a barrel to be profitable. So the, so the banks lost their butts, and so they pulled out uh, completely. That's the shell bubble. And that's why we have this crash here. Now, we went from uh, uh, $86 a barrel and we dropped down to $23 a barrel. Now, what makes this different? This is not because of recession. Uh, This was simply uh, an induced uh, uh, oil demand uh, uh, due to COVID, okay? We lost about 10 million barrels a day. In addition to losing 10 million barrels a day, you also had the fear of COVID. Everyone thinking this these lockdowns will never end, Everybody, everybody's going to die, and nobody was spending money, okay? So that caused uh, artificial uh, uh, recession, okay? And so then we went, in, in, in addition to uh, the COVID lockdowns, and then you had Russia and Saudi Arabia flooding the market with oil to put the nail in the coffin for shale, because they had it out for a shale. They knew that shale oil was only a matter of time until they fell apart, because shale is the most expensive barrel of oil to produce, okay, and so they knew they could take them out, and they did, okay, and so we went from $23 oil, and then we reached as high as $116 a barrel, and then we saw another drop, okay. Now, the reason why we went from $116 down to $89 a barrel simply because of recession fears, okay? Now, people are thinking, or or, there are people out there, oh, it's just gonna be like the days of the 80s or the 90s or uh, 2008 when oil prices dropped down to 50, $60 a barrel. How come we're we're not seeing that? Because it's not a recession. Demand, demand is very strong for oil, okay? And what makes this different is the fact that shale oil is on the ropes, we're, we went from 13 million barrels a day down to 11 million something. In addition, we have Russia cutting off Europe. We, we're, we're going to lose, uh, if you look at what's happening in Russia right now. The West imported 5 million barrels a day from Russia, and then we lost 1.5 million barrels a day because of the sanctions, because they dro- they're dropping bombs of Ukraine. So, but Russia has found ways to uh, uh, find other buyers, okay? So, he had to reroute that 1.5 million barrels a day. But because of that rerouting, he lost a half a million barrels a day because of the friction in the system, okay? So, we lost a half a million barrel a day output from Russia because of the rerouting, Come December 5th, he's going to have to reroute an additional 3.5 million barrels a day. If you extrapolate, that's about 1.5 million barrels a day loss total, okay? In addition to the 1.5 million barrels a day we're going to lose from Russia, because the Nord Stream pipeline was shut down, indefinitely Russia cut off Europe from natural gas. We're, they're going to have to substitute their Nat gas for oil, increasing oil demand by an additional 1.1 million barrel a day. Okay. So add the two together, that's 2.5 million barrels a day. And then you have the fact that we're going to lose a million barrels a day from the strategic petroleum reserve. Cause right now that's what we're tapping into. So come October, we're going to lose a million barrels a day. That's 3.5 million barrel a day difference. Okay. Where are we going to get all this oil? In addition to that, OPEC, they're starting to manipulate the oil markets. Why? Because they broke the backs of shell. We, OPEC has been silent for a long time. They have not been in the game for a long time because they were being, they were being very patient. They were being very patient with patient with shell. They were steady. And so finally they broke the backs of shell. And now they're the oil kingpin and now they're controlling and manipulating oil prices again. Okay, so you're going to see they've already decreased by one hundred thousand barrels a day. And now you're going to start seeing more. They're going to do whatever it takes to keep oil prices above 90. And their goal is to get much higher. Okay, And so now what are are we going to find that three point five million barrels a day? Now, let's say China comes online because at any point. Any point China could come online, that's an additional a million to two million barrels a day. That's now we're talking about a, the, a potential of 5 million barrel a day. Where where is that going to come from, guys? Okay? And so Russia is not playing games here. And the only reason why he could get away with this because oil is the most important commodity that ever existed. I mean, here's the thing. We're in this situation because the left found out that the most important talking point when they were fighting Donald Trump, when, when they're fighting for the Democratic primary, it was Elizabeth Warren, it was Bernie Sanders, it was Joe Biden. And they found out what went viral across the news, Twitter, Facebook, what went viral is when Bernie Sanders started telling the world, hey, I'm going to make the fossil fuel industry pay for what they're doing to the planet and I'm going to put them in prison. Man, that was it, went like wildfire. And they found out real quick that this is what we need to tap. That's the hot button. That is the hot button. So they started spending millions and millions of dollars spreading the lie that connecting. The fossil fuel industry with all the fires, with all the flooding, with all the hurricanes, with all the destruction and global warming. And so it came down to if you care about the planet, you'll vote for Joe. If you don't care about the planet, vote for Donald Trump. And that's what it came down to. And so they attacked the fossil fuel industry. And so now, the, the, many people stopped investing in fossil fuels. And a lot of people that are pro-fossil fuels, and they know that Joe is full of it, they were sitting on their hands. Because why would I invest in a losing proposition? Okay? And so if you look at Sri Lanka, they, they went green. They went uh, uh, head first into the green initiative. And in, look at what happened. It destroyed their country. You look what happened in Germany. I mean, Germany, uh, it destroyed their economy. Their energy is twice as expensive as it was in America, and that was before the invasion. That was before Putin invaded Ukraine and cut off Europe from natural gas. And so now, all of a sudden, Germany is reeling back in everything they said about uh, uh, green tech and the fossil fuel industry. Now they're firing up their, their fossil fuel uh, 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 energy now and they're uh, as fast as they can because they're desperate because now all of a sudden people can't afford uh, to live anymore okay and so here's the thing the the shale backs are broken uh the 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 demand has de- decreased very little if you in, 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 if you compare it to what is being said in the fears, it doesn't compare. It's kind of like during the days of COVID, when oil prices crashed, people were saying, "Oh, demand's going to drop by thirty to forty million barrels a day," but only dropped ten million, and that was a very uh, uh, short period. Okay, and so uh, let's uh, read a couple news articles here right now. Let me re- refresh this page right now. WTI crude is eighty six seventy nine. Brent crude is ninety two eighty four. Okay, Europe is buying all the Russian oil it can before banning it. You betcha, because December fifth, they're gonna lose three point five million barrels a day. And they are desperate, and so they're going to buy as much oil as they can, and then they're going to be converting from natural gas to oil because you could just truck it in. I mean, how you 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 can't just build a bunch of wind turbines and, and oil uh, infrastructure that quickly. And so the fastest thing to do is start buying and trucking oil. Okay, I'm sure the truck drivers appreciate that. I found this interesting. So there's Sheffield is a massive oil. Uh, producer in the the Permian Basin. Let's read some of the things. He said, Sheffield forecast U.S. oil production will rise around 500,000 barrels per day this year, and next year gains could fall below the level. His estimate is well below 800,000 barrels a day projection for 2023, the U.S. Energy Information Administration. There could be more downside, he said Wednesday at Barclays CEO Energy Power Conference in New York, pointing to supply chain issues inflation and infrastructure contra- constraints so here's the deal i mean as an oil company you're not going to come out and just say hey you know the reason why we're not gonna be able to uh, meet the demand for oil is quite simply because Shell sucks and our our numbers are over exasperated and you're losing money they're not gonna come out and say they're gonna blame it on supply chain issues and inflation and infrastructure constraints although partly true but it's not the main uh, reason for it. Quite simply, Shell lost their butts, okay? Uh, because it's just a, too expensive to develop Shell. Those limitations are going to keep people from drilling too much in the Permian, the largest U.S. oil field which has supplied most of the American oil and gas in recent years, okay? Now, his uh, uh, Sheffield said Texas power grid would need to increase by about three times to foster greater electrification of the oil field so he's right about the infrastructure uh it is uh it needs some serious overhauls and in and, and everybody is expected to own a tesla right uh we can't uh we can't um develop uh, fast enough i mean it's gonna take 30 years for this to happen and we're not investing enough money in tomorrow's uh energy needs Uh, Oil prices rise despite economic concerns, okay? I love to see these articles. I'm not going to go through and read them all. Uh, This is interesting. The Biden administration entered a legal settlement Tuesday evening with environmental groups agreeing to block drilling on more than 58,000 acres of public land. This is an article written on the 7th, guys. The federal government will refrain from issuing any drilling permits across 113 leases spanning across 58,000 acres in Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, under the settlement between the Department of Interior, DOI, and the Coalition of Organizations led by the Wild Earth Guardians and Sierra Club. What a nice name, Wild Earth. That's a very earthy, earthy loving name. Uh, Guardians, interesting. Today's agreement, opens the door for the Biden administration to undo the Trump administration's recklessness and disgrace for the climate and public interest Jeremy Nichols, climate and energy program director of Wild Earth Guardians. I mean, how do they come up with this stuff? I mean, you've got you've got organizations like the Wild Earth Guardians that are raising all of this money to go after uh, the administration to stop the development of oil and gas. I mean, it's crazy. It's like they want us to be like Germany or, or Sri Lanka. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, Putin threatens to complete energy cutoff to the West if price caps are imposed, okay? And so they're, they're, they want to impose uh, price caps on Russian oil. So if, if oil is being sold for 90, they might force them to sell it for 60, Okay. Well, Russia has made it very clear. Look, I'm not selling, I'm not discounting my oil for anybody. Okay. And so, and now he's making threats that he's going to cut, cut off uh, the West completely. And if that happens, oil prices are going to skyrocket. And so Putin's not playing games here. He's not going to put up with these sanctions. He's not going to put up with a price cap. The Iran nuclear deal is falling apart. I said it would, okay? And so everybody was like, you know, that was causing oil prices to drop as well because the Iran uh, deal could add uh, millions of barrels of, uh, of oil a day. Look, even if they flip the switch today, it would take time for that oil uh, to, to come online and uh, to get the oil to go through the infrastructure. It's gonna, it's a process, okay? So that it, it might take a year, but anyways, it's falling apart anyways, okay? And so, look, you've got... You've got so many things happening to oil right now. You've got the the global uh, you got global warming uh, the, spreading across the world. You got the green energy initiative. I mean, they spent five trillion dollars in reducing fossil fuels by two percent, and oil demand was increasing all that time. It's 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 you can't there there's there's not enough land for as many wind turbines and solar power panels as they need. the 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 grid can't handle. It. I mean, look at you look at uh, you look at communist uh, California. I mean, they're they're trying to they're trying to uh, uh, switch from gas powered cars to electric, but then they can't even charge them. I mean, charge them, it's, it's just it's just crazy. The grid can't handle. The, I mean, a car if it needs energy, you go to a gas station to fill it up. If a Tesla needs energy, you plug it in. So that's even more. Uh, drain on the power grid the grid needs to be updated that's going to take 30 years I mean it, look it's impossible guys look we've got we've got market manipulation I mean there there's low trading going on in in, in oil causing oil prices to fluctuate you've got uh, so many things coming against oil but I'm here to tell you all of these things are going to exasperate. The fact that we don't have enough oil and we're not investing enough in, in tomorrow's oil future. And so I truly see a oil prices around $130 a barrel. And, and I, I don't think we're ever going to see a boom and bust again because now OPEC is in control. OPEC is not going to bust the oil market. They're going to produce just enough oil to keep oil prices strong, 80 90 to $100 a barrel. I mean, think about it. They pulled us out of the COVID lockdowns. We lost 10 million barrel a day demand in a, in a weak economy, and they climbed us out from 20 something dollars a barrel up to $130 a barrel in a short period of time just by simply reducing, coming together with, with Russia and reducing 10 million barrels a day. They, they could easily drop a million to 2 million barrels a day in, in seconds. They can't add oil to the market, but they could decrease it. And so now that shell is out of play, now they could control the oil markets. Now they can keep oil prices high. So even if we hit a major recession, even if we lose a couple million barrel a day demand, OPEC is going to offset that. All right, guys, I'm Sean Pruitt, president of Kingdom Exploration. If you like this channel, please subscribe. Uh, please comment below where you think oil prices are going to go. And if you're interested in investing in oil and gas, go on my description. Click on the link uh, to fill out my form. I'd love to chat with you. Thanks.